listening to another powerful message from C3 Southwest Washington. We are so excited you're here with us, and we believe God has more in store for you. Uh, we're in our series entitled Pneumatic Believers, and if you want to follow along, use the QR code. I put my notes in every single week and take it home, and you can take a look at it uh, for further study and research. I don't get to half the stuff on my paper anyways. Uh, actually, if you use pick up the notes later on, it'll actually make sense. If I'm totally incoherent in your presence, the notes will make sense, okay? Um, this series on pneumatic believers, it's the word pneumatic, uh, is the same original Greek word used for Holy Spirit, spirit, wind, one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit, the wind of God, the presence of God. Believers who are pneumatic believers are, pe- are believers who don't just have the Holy Spirit who's come into their life, they're people who lean into that spirit, that rely on that spirit, aren't trying to do it in their own power, but allowing like a sailboat, they've hoisted the sail so that as the wind blows, they could be directed into the good places of God. The great verse here out of Romans chapter 8, verse 9, it says, out of the message version of the Bible, anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the spirit of Christ won't know what we're talking about. Without the Spirit of Christ, you really won't know. This doesn't make a whole... Why has he got his hands up? Why are they giving their money? Why Why is he laying his hand? What is he doing? And the moment you hoist your sail and experience the presence of God, buddy, I'm just telling you that all of a sudden, aha, it makes total sense. Amen? Anybody in the room, you, you know what I'm talking about. Today, I want to talk to you specifically in this series about putting out the welcome mat for the Holy Spirit in your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather, not just with one another, not just in a building, but Holy Spirit with you. Father, we thank you for sending your spirit. We thank you for what Jesus did uh, in his life, death, his resurrection, that we can have a relationship with you. And thank you, Jesus, uh, although we haven't seen you in the flesh your departure meant that the Spirit could come and reside within the life of every believer. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you dwell within us. There's not a moment that you're not dwelling in the life of a believer. But we thank you for the word that challenges us to lean into that resident power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, lives within us. And so as a church, as individuals, we don't want to do this on our own. We don't want to be paddling our boat We want to be propelled forward by the wind of the Spirit of God. We want to be these pneumatic believers we see in Scripture. So we pray in your name, and everyone nice and loud said amen and amen. Give the Lord a big hand. High five the person next to you. Say say to someone, hey, it's good to see you. I see in the back there, I see Sam. Sam, welcome kind of home. Sam, it's good to have you in the house. I saw that beautiful red hair when you walked in. I was like, listen, as a man who has no hair, I actually think red hair is awesome. Um, It's good to see you. Good to see all of you in the house. It's such a great group of people. Good looking people in this. You come to the good looking people come to this church. Amen. Amen. That was a weak amen. Amen. I asked our, our, our team this morning, we huddle up and we pray. I asked our team this morning, what was the best thing that you experienced this week? And one person was like, I had a day off. Another person, I had to spend time with my wife on her day off. And then one of our young, smart, 
highly intelligent, funny young people said, I spent an hour looking at myself. I would not, yeah, I would not tell you who it is who said that. <laughs> okay, jumping in, uh, the welcome mat. So many of you have welcome mats at your house. I actually got online this week and just typed in weird welcome mats, and these were all available at Amazon. And if I saw these at your front door, uh, I think it would be hilarious. Chance going to take me through them. The first one says, nope. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that one. Or there's this one. There is no reason for you to be here. None. Nada. Uh, next one, uh, live, laugh, leave. That's, some of you, I'm not going to look around. You get adult children still at home. Live, laugh, leave. We love you. We support you. Tell us when you're coming back, okay? Uh, there was one that I won't show you that it said, if you didn't call, turn around and go away. Um, you should always call first, right? That's right. There's some other ones that were weird that said, uh, ring, ring the bell, pull weeds until someone answers. Yes, at my house, you'd be very busy. There's also uh, this final one. It says, welcome-ish, depending on who you are, right? Okay, I think that's all of them, right, Chance? Okay, um, you know, you have set out a welcome mat, whether you realize this or not, to the Holy Spirit. Whether you've ever thought about this or not, you have a posture towards the Holy Spirit. You have postures towards people and situations and circumstances, but you have a posture towards, towards the Holy Spirit. Now, your posture, your welcome mat, it might be just one, it's oblivious, like you, you didn't even realize that you were, you're supposed to welcome him. You're just not on, the, not on your radar. In fact, if that's you and that's your situation, Acts chapter 19, verse 2 covers that, a group of people who were new believers, and when asked, have you received the Holy Spirit? They were like, we have no clue of what you're even talking about. Even though they had been born again and the Spirit of God had been in, residing within them, they, they didn't understand welcoming the Holy Spirit. You could also maybe have on your welcome mat, Holy Spirit, you are optional. Where in your mind, you've, like you, you get God the Father and you know the need for God the Son because you couldn't have a relationship with God the Father without the Son, but the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, woo, is maybe like a, it sounds like an option that if you have them, great. If you don't have them, we've made it this far without him, so we're doing pretty good, so what's the big deal? Or maybe you have the welcome mat that says, I'm waiting. Like the Holy Spirit is a visitor who's mysteriously gonna show up at some point that's not really on your calendar and well, I, I, I'm just waiting, waiting for you to show up. And that's the welcome mat that you've placed out. Or maybe the Holy Spirit for you, your welcome mat is uh, break glass in, in a moment of need, kind of like a fire extinguisher or uh, a, a, a fire ax or something like that where that you get desperate for him to show up when like you're at DEFCON 1, when things are coming loose in your life, like, God, I need a mirror, Holy Spirit! And you're calling out on him. But maybe you've placed out the welcome mat, and the word welcome in the old English means, actually comes from a couple root words that mean a person who shows up that's actually wanted and desired, right? It's, it's like we, you're showing up 
And we were thinking about you coming before you ever showed up, and it was our hope that you would show up, and now we're excited to see you come on in. That's what the word welcome actually means. Or maybe you have a completely different mat. Yours is resistance. It's like, I'm not, stand back, get off the porch. Nope. Maybe that's you. But regardless of which one you have out, it's important for you to maybe take a look at this moment of really what mat you have out. Because the thing you need to understand is that according to your posture, according to that mat, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. This is a really weird moment in the Old Testament where God is giving the promised land to the Israelites who've been wandering in the desert for 40 years, and Moses sends out 40, or I'm sorry, sends out 12 guys to spy out the land. And when and God has already said, I'm giving you the land. So as Moses sends out the spies, it's not can we take the land, it's how should we go about it? Like, and what can we expect to experience when we get there? And so the 12 spies come back, and 10 say, it is not possible for us to take this land. There are giants in the land. And two guys, Joshua and Caleb, they say, let's go in. God is giving us a land. We can take it. So you got 10 who say, it's not possible. And you have two who are saying, it is possible. And the question is, who's right and who's wrong? And my answer to you is, they're all right. Because the 10 who did not believe that they could experience the promise of God didn't, and the two who did, did. You look at their lives, according to your faith, be it unto you. According, really, faith is, a, is not just a, it's not a way of thinking, it's a posture. It's a leaning forward, and when God says, you can have this, it's a, oh yeah, let me, let me grab onto it. It's not a reluctance, it's not a lean back, it's not, when is the land going to show up? When is God going to send the UPS man to deliver my blessings? It's, no, I'm going to go in and I'm going to take it. Get out there, I'm hunting, I'm looking. I believe that God is gonna open up the heavens for me, but I'm gonna show up and work hard until I do. I was uh, with Val and a friend of hers this week, and he's, he's in, uh, Sam, you, I was thinking about you, what, this story when I saw you. He's in construction management for Intel, and I asked him, did you go? Because I know Sam went to school for four years, and he told me his school bills were astronomical, that he was, we were believing God for him to be able to pay those off, and he was doing a great job paying them off. And I asked this young man, how did you get the, did you go to school for this? He said, no. He said, I desperately needed a job. I called up a friend. I showed up, and I just began to work my tail off. And four years later, you're in construction management. Listen, I, I, I respect Sam going to school, and that's a good thing. And I also respect that other side. God does miracles when you work hard, and he can work in both arenas. Um, God does a miracle based, miracles based on your posture. Faith is a posture. It's an embracing of what God says. And so the Holy Spirit's function in your life is really based on your posture. And it's based on that, that welcome mat you have. And that welcome mat is, a, is, is not just a one-time mat. It is a daily posture mat. It's really a mat that's not just for Sundays when you walk into this place. It's for every day of our lives because the Holy Spirit is the most practical and valuable person in your life. Without the Holy Spirit, your marriage is not gonna be as good as it could be. Without the function of the Holy Spirit, you're not gonna be as good of an employee, investor, parent, you name it. The Holy Spirit is our helper. 
How many of you would like a full-time helper? Moms? Dads? Teenagers? Uh, I'm going to help you with that test. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm better off doing it on my own. I'm going to help you move that stuff out of the trailer into the house. Yeah, I could use some help. I'm going to help you to make the right purchase. No, no, I can, I'm pretty good on my own. Come on. Like Elon Musk shows up at your house and he's going to help you to boot up your computer. Okay. Am I talking to the right group of people? Some of you are like, who's Elon Musk? Okay, all right, okay. So let me help you to adjust. If your mat is not what it should be, and just being honest, like, I wish it said welcome, but the truth is I've never really looked outside of the door to see what it says. I'm, I'm always, or I, I've just been waiting for him to show up in my life, and I see other people experience him, and I'm like, well, how come that's not happening for me? It's because outside of your door, there's just your waiting. You are waiting for something that God has said, go get. Okay, so let's step in. Uh, the first Thing that you could do to adjust your posture is just, this is not rocket science. Invite him. And somebody mad at me one time because I've never been to, well, I hear you go to his house and I heard you went to Josh's house. I, I heard you went to Jay's house. I heard you went to Corey's house. How come you never come to my house? You never invited me. The Bible says he who would have friends should first, must be friendly. That's the Bible. How come I don't have any friends? Maybe put a smile on your face and be welcoming. Nobody talks to me here at church after, uh, after church. It's like nobody's friendly here. Maybe be approachable. Smile. That's not any of you. That's for other churches to be able to listen to, right? Everybody here is super friendly, but invite the Holy Spirit. And when we look at Luke chapter 11, verse 10 through 13, uh, it's, the very last sentence there says, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Now, ask, take the Bible literally. Asking is an out loud thing. Praying is an out loud thing. Those of you who are using mental telepathy to pray need to understand that when Jesus responded to the disciples, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. He said this, pray saying, not pray thinking, pray saying. Because when you speak, your words have creative power. If you have wonderful thoughts about your spouse, say them. If you want your kids to change their posture and to have a, a I mean, think about the power of words, how they impact you. Hey, we just got the contract in the mail. It's yours. Oh yeah. Verbal words. If you never got that message, you're walking around sad because you've yet to hear the valuable truth. So praying out loud, inviting the Holy Spirit, I, I think that it needs to be formal, it needs to be intentional, and I think it needs to be repeated daily and throughout the day. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are here. I invite you just to be close with me. I invite you to take up your space in my life. Help me, I invite you to help me. And it's less of a invitation or instruction to him, and it's more of you reminding yourself the role he wants to play in your life. That's why you should always be thankful out loud a lot. You're down in the dumps and feel like, oh, everything, nothing's ever going my way. Start giving God thanks out loud for the many things that he's done for you, and it will change the temperature in your world. 
Thank God for this 1976 Toyota Corolla. Without it, I'd have to walk or ride a horse and carry a shovel. I mean, okay. (laughs) One person got it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The next thing that you could do besides invite him is after you've invited him, engage him. I mean, I could say, hey, Josh, come over here. Josh, I want to invite you right here. Okay, awesome. Hey, I invited you. You have to stay there. But what, 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 what good is it for me not to engage with my good friend Josh? Once he's here, um, after a while, like you notice it right away, he started to do what? What did he start to do when I walked away? Well, you know why? Because he's a person and he has relationships with people like a person and the Holy Spirit is he and if you invite him, the way to keep him here, this is really cool, because now, now I have someone to actually, the spit to actually land on some. It's holy spit. Um, but only while I'm preaching. Sometimes I look at my iPad and afterwards, and I'm like, what on earth happened to that? Um, information you did not need to know. Um, but the Holy Spirit is he. He, who's going to hang around in your world if you don't engage him or her? In this case, him, not only Josh, but also the Holy Spirit, engaging him. Great job. Give Josh a hand. He's an excellent responder to an invitation. Um, So in engaging him, uh, this verse was also used this morning already, but James 4, 8, draw near to God and he will do what? Draw near to you. Psalm, uh, Psalm number, uh, let me get, hold on, let me, yeah, let me check my notes here. Psalm 100, verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Again, that's that out loud interaction. More for you than the Holy Spirit, but so important to set the tone, and that vocal engagement will establish an atmosphere. It creates, it, it creates an ambiance. And it's a welcoming ambiance to the Holy Spirit because he's come in to help you and he's a communicator. That's what his role is in your life. And I would say that that's what makes something, it's one of the reasons why it make, the gathering of God's people on a weekly or a regular basis is so important. When you step into this room, it's not just stepping in to hear some words. We're, we want to be able to create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit's welcome and that you step into that atmosphere and that atmosphere impacts you. I, I, I've said, I told this story so many times, I don't care, I'm gonna tell it again. I went to church for six years before I ever experienced the presence of God. But it was a church that didn't preach the word and also did not welcome the Holy Spirit. You get what you ask for. And my parents told me, I told my parents one day, I got, this is crazy. If you knew my dad, I, I, I made an announcement. Hey, I'm just letting you guys know I'm not going to be going to church anymore. And my dad pulled out a piece of paper and pencil and said, hey, write down your new address so that we can visit you. Because when you start making the rules uh, is when you don't live here. My dad, and this was true, we don't have many rules, but church is not optional. Now, I was feeling my wild oats, so I actually said something, and that he responded to, well, then can we at least go to a church that's not dead, that actually 
believes in the God that they're talking about. And the cool thing is behind the scenes, my parents, while going to this same church for six years, somebody new showed up who actually had a relationship with Jesus, started inviting my parents to some different things and invited them to a dinner where there was somebody sharing their story of how they met God. My parents got saved and it was at a dinner. Okay, big thing called Full Gospel Businessmen's back in the 80s. Some of you, will, some old people like me, you'll know what that is. My parents were very different and they were talking with this man and they were meeting some new people and they had just met some people. And so the next week, my parents were invited to go to these people's house for dinner. And after dinner, there was a nighttime service or church gathering that we were, I went to. And when I walked into that gathering, I am telling you for the first time in my life, I experienced the presence of God. I describe it very much like there was a, like a veil between heaven and earth that was peeled back. Now the question is, did God peel that back? I would say God's always wanting to peel that back, but I'm oblivious to it and everything on earth will fight that peeling back of that veil. But when God's people get together and they mean business and they welcome the presence of God, people who don't normally experience the presence of God, experience it, yep. big time. Yeah. That's why I always, I always <laughs> when people come and visit our church, I'm really not into this God thing. Oh, I know you're not, but you will be the moment you experience him. Now, I've never seen God with my eyes. I've never audibly heard God speak. And in this world, I'm able to engage things by touching or looking at them, but there's a part of me that was born dead. It's called my spirit. Not intended to be dead when I was born, but because of sin, born dead. My spirit, the Bible talks about is how we interact with God because he's spirit. And the Bible says that anybody who worships God will worship him in spirit and in truth. Truth, worship, you know, you have an encounter with God who God says he is, not who the, the world right now is making some ridiculous claims about God. Stick with scripture, you'll, you'll, you'll be good, right? But what happened was God's spirit was in the room there because people were in, the welcome mat was out. And I stepped into that environment and suddenly that dead part of me, like a sail on a sailboat that's never been unfurled, the wind began to blow and just began to catch that sail. And I was like, what is going on? I was experiencing the presence of God. Now there was preaching just like all six years of my church previously, but this now, the spirit of God, God being present, combined with his actual word, boom, it was like something that was dead inside of me was now coming to life. And when we engage him, that creates an atmosphere, not only for us to enjoy and to be filled up with, but it impacts the people around us. Yeah. You know, if you're not really that, uh, not really into the worship thing, so I'm just gonna hang back, you gotta understand that worship isn't just between you and God. It impacts the person standing next to you. Yeah. The presence of God gets on them as you, they, you worship God. It adds to the impact in the room. It creates an atmosphere of faith and an atmosphere of miracles. Yeah. There are some towns that Jesus' hometown, he was not able to do many miracles, the Bible says there. He was only able to heal, heal a few people, which like we had a few people get healed just this morning. Be like, yeah, that church is on fire. Scripture says uh, not much going on there. He only healed a few people because the atmosphere was one of unbelief. The welcome mat was, ah, we don't want any of this. We don't want that stuff here. And as you put out the welcome mat, 
So you experience, you know, you're, if you're waiting for God to just show up and blow your doors in, I promise you there will be a couple times in your life he will do that. But the beauty of this is it's a two-way street. You don't have to wait for God to show up. You can open the door, invite him in, engage with him. Because he's the Holy Spirit, he's a revealer of truth. He communicates. He responds. As we begin to praise God, the doors open up and he steps up close to us. Um, he, there's so many cool things that he does. And for those of you who regularly experience him, the value's there. Um, one of the reasons we're part of the C3 Global family is not because we, you know, we like the logo. I have to explain the logo. What does that stand for? I have to explain it all the time. But the reason why we became a part of this family, not just similar beliefs, but because the first time and every time I go to a C3 gathering or other C3 churches, because they're all modeled after the same principle, that the most important thing is God's presence is here. It's the most important thing that we do what we can on our end to invite him in, welcome him in, because without him, there's no, there's no point to gather. In fact, uh, I remember uh, Pastor Rowena took some of the ladies down to one of the conferences down in California, and uh, one of our leaders, Jen Davenport, was so moved by the presence of God that was so concentrated there, she pulled out her wallet and bought 10 tickets for the next conference for 10 women to be able to go and it was less about, oh, this conference is awesome. Yes, the conference was awesome, but it was more the atmosphere that's in the room because of the intentions of these people, right? right. right. Uh, I, I, I was really excited, um, and, and I love that she saw this as an investment. If money's gonna be an issue, because sometimes for people, it's not that they can't afford it, it's they don't prioritize. They think, oh, it's just a girl's weekend away, or we're gonna go have some fun, I can have fun with my family. Yeah, but this is a moment that we designate where we're gonna step into a concentrated atmosphere of the Spirit of God, and there's no investment like that. It's crazy. Uh, I thought it was really cool. We went to the men's conference a couple weeks ago up at Hope Village Church, uh, part of our C3 heritage and extended family, and I knew before we got there that it was gonna be amazing. And so we, we, if somebody said, hey, I can't afford to go, we paid their way, why? Well, because we want everybody to be able to participate, but I also know it's an investment into that person's life. That I'm willing to pay for you to experience the concentrated version of what we experience regularly on even a next level. You ask any guy who went on that trip, it was amazing, blew their minds, their wives were like, oh my gosh, who is this person? That's, why? Because it was like, God. And we did a bunch of crazy stuff. I mean, the guys were climbing walls and rappelling off ropes and, you know, throwing refrigerators through windows. No, that wasn't happening. But, you know, it's was, it was like, ah, ah, lots of testosterone. But none of them will tell you that was the best part. It was the times of worship in the, in the presence of God. So much so, I loved it. Uh, Chance, who opened up our gathering this morning, saw the value so much that he asked me, he says, I wanna invite my cousin who doesn't come to church, gave me a little bit of background, I'm willing to pay for it if we don't have the resources to do it. I thought, I don't know, Chance, what are you, 19, 18, 12? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, as, as a young man, he's one of the first people who signed up, why? It's less about, it's less about, ooh, I get to go be with the guys, it's no, 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 I want more God. Yeah. I want more of his presence in my life. And actually backing it up with money. A lot of people have the emotions but when it comes time to actually prioritize, 
And he did. I love that. So much, believed in it so much. And I won't go through all the details because I'm not at liberty to share, but I'm telling you, I don't know if he, he's given his life to the Lord yet, your cousin, but there was a marked difference between him at the beginning and at the end. Big time. Like, there's something about the presence of God that transforms unbelievers and believers to the next level. I thought it was beautiful that he made that investment. This is another, this really was awesome. One of our teenagers who's 16 years old, I believe it's Evan, I found out that while we were there, they popped up a screen for next year. One of our teenagers has already registered and paid for next year. Why? Because this is so valuable. And we don't do a lot of conferences, but when we do, and they do cost money, I heard somebody, why are you charging? Because just to do the women's conference that we did last, the last women's conference that we did here cost us almost $10,000 to do it. And we charge $25 a person. Do the math. Were we trying to pay for the conference? Absolutely not. Trying to get you to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Why, why do we charge our, uh, we, we have an internship and we charge some money for it, we, but we feed our interns a meal every single week and we give them all the books. I think we're going in the, it's not a money-making proposition, but there's lots of people, oh, I want to be in the internship. I want to see your skin in the game before I put my skin in the game. I have found that when I give away things for free, people do not appreciate them. They just don't. When you've had to work hard for that junk car and that's all you can afford, I can remember polishing, do they still do that? Polishing my junk car. You know why? Because while everybody else thought it was a piece of junk, it was my car and I valued it because I paid for it. It was mine. I was thankful for it. I'm only halfway through this sermon. Give me the next slide real quick. <laughs> interact with him. Is that, is that, yeah, the, 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 interact with him. Um, conversation. How many of you talk to yourself? They actually say that that's like smart people do that. Let me help you to step it up one. Instead of talking to yourself, talk with him. I was in my car yesterday coming back from Home Depot the second time. You know what I'm talking about. The second time, and I was just praying, praying in the spirit, driving down the road, thinking about how, how fortunate I am, how good God is. It's like he's in the cab and I'm talking to him. Some of it's in English, some of it's in, in my prayer language. Just enjoying that uh, while I'm kind of doing this project on my own, I'm not doing it on my own, I'm doing it with somebody like, oh, <laughs> Hopefully somebody was like that. <laughs> doing it all by myself. But the, the truth is, I'm doing it with him. Yeah. And not just this project in my house. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. I have never been alone. I have felt lonely, but I have never been alone. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Yeah. Stand with me. I'll... I'm going to read uh, this, the bottom of this. I think this is really important. The reason why you want to talk with him is because the Holy Spirit is a communicator. Now, this is important. His words are less information and they're more impartation. 
He breathes strength into you. Breathes truth into you. Breathes hope into you. Breathes a new future into you. It's not, he's, the Holy Spirit's number one goal is not to help you to, to know all the facts of history of the Old Testament, although that has value. If you know the facts, but you don't know the truth of the scripture, there's a lot of theologians who have no relationship with God. There's a lot of people who have deep relationships with God and never will be a theologian. To allow the Holy Spirit to breathe strength into you, to impart into you truth. It's less encyclopedia and more defibrillator. Man, when he began to start speaking to you in the car, I can't tell you specifically what he was saying to me. I was with him. Felt 10 feet tall when I got out of my truck. Final point, respond to him. Because in this conversation, he's gonna invite you into a new way of thinking about yourself. A new way of like treating your job. Today, some of what you heard about your job and changing your attitude, some of that's Pastor Steve, just trying to share the truth with you. But no doubt, some of you, the Holy Spirit said, that's you, you need to change your attitude. And so it's an invitation for you to show up at work tomorrow morning or this afternoon. Lord, I thank you for my job. I thank you that I'm being paid less now than I will be tomorrow. Not when, when am I gonna get a raise? You're not even paying me when I'm, no. I'm confident you're opening the windows of heaven. I thank you for this job. This job is your vehicle to get resources to me. They're gonna see my gifting. They're gonna see my value. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna get sweaty. I'm gonna sacrifice here and they're gonna pay me. Show me the money. <laughs> or the Quan or whatever you wanna call it. What, what is that movie? What am I thinking of? Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Not a, not an endorsement for the movie. I saw it as fact finding, trying to figure out how to minister to people, all different backgrounds. Re- responding to him is the thing that matters. That's the actual step in. The leaning forward is to embrace him, but the next step is doing the thing that he said. Trusting him. He's not always asking you to give something up. He's asking you sometimes to onboard something of great value. Amen. I uh, love this last final slide, Exodus chapter 33, verses 15 and 16. And uh, it is the, one of the most beautiful portions of Scripture in the Old Testament. Uh, the, the Israelites were sinning, and God said, you go into the promised land, but you're going without me. Moses had a real heart-to-heart talk with God and said, God, if your presence, your spirit, that is the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. If you don't go with me, How am I different than anybody else on this planet? The thing that makes me different is not what I know, not what I can do. The thing that makes me different is the presence of God in my life. And I'm not going anyplace without that. Let that be our heart. The presence of God goes with us. If you've yet to say yes to following Jesus, today's your day. We're gonna pray in just a second. I just want you to pray with me. Just invite, say, Lord, I, I say yes. I don't know all of what I'm saying yes to, but I say yes to Jesus, and you'll show me the next steps. And then for the rest of you who, wherever you're at in this journey of what your welcome mat says, today's the day where you change your welcome mat. Intentionally, you issue a formal new branding. You go on spiritual Amazon, and you order the new one that says, Welcome Holy Spirit. 
and you throw it out. And guess what? We don't have to wait till tomorrow. It's this day delivery. Rowena, one morning, she ordered something online at about 5 o'clock in the morning. And at 7 o'clock, I'm drinking my coffee and scared to death by the Amazon delivery guy dropping something off. And he waves at me. Thank God I was clothed. And Rowena comes down at about 7.30. She's like, is it, it's here already? Instantaneously, the new, deli- the new welcome mat, throw it down. Throw it down. It's time to change your posture. No matter what you feel like you are missing in your life. Oh, God, I desperately need it. The thing that you need is first and foremost, the Holy Spirit. He's your helper. He'll help you find a wife, a husband, a job, the solution for your kids. Amen? Okay, so I'll keep my eyes open. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for these good people. Holy Spirit, we issue you a new version of welcome today. Regardless of where we were yesterday, it's our desire to experience you, to experience friendship with you, a relationship with you, empowering by you, help from you, and just to feel your presence. The God, the creator of the universe, present with me in this room, present with me in my truck, present with me in my home, present with me in my prayer closet. God, you are present. You said that you you are God with us the Holy Spirit. And so we thank you today for your promise. We step into it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for being with us today. Be sure to like and subscribe and visit us at c3swwa.com for more information about our church. 